0: (laughs) Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens Science sci-fi obsessed nerds Steve and Joey Are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory As well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it Today we're probing into Season 5, Episode 3 The Mystery of Nazca Woohoo! A
1: little, <laughs> a little fun, fun start there. there.
0: Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of a mix-em-uppers. Uh, I love those uh, porn movies where they have the mix-em-uppers and they go, oh, yeah. it's, it's, I was going to fuck my mom, but I ended up fucking my dad's asshole. Yeah. It's a
1: mix-em-buttfuckers. <laughs> Wrong hole, my friend. Right. Wrong
0: hole. Sometimes you forget which dog you have at the park yeah. and you take home a different one and it's a mix-em-pupper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And then if you're feeling like something for dinner that's a little bit, you know, on the spicy side, it's a mix-em-supper.
0: <laughs> and when you lift someone up with your penis, it's a dicks-em-upper. Yes.
1: <laughs> and then this house is a really fix upper. upper
0: It really is. Yeah. It's this nice. is a teardown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no saving it. No. If someone bought this and didn't fuck not with it, it, they were dumb. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is what I tell all all my real estate clients: <laughs> if you bought this and don't fuck with it, you're really dumb. Yeah. Listen here, pal. Yeah. Okay, industry speak: true value, <laughs> not just the auto place. Okay. Also, there was that true value hardware or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's Listen- <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's a late one tonight. It is. It's a late Monday, the witching hour, 9.45 p.m. (laughs) West Coast. (laughs) That was nice. (laughs) (laughs) We could get into that. Yeah, yeah, how's it going, Steve? It's good. It's good. You know, like
1: I've said it forever, Joe, if you just listen to what I fucking tell you, the show would be going. A lot
0: more differently <laughs> tell you that much um as our friend oh, yeah. uh Thrayson would say it's uh hoodie time yeah um which i think i made up and then he got obsessed with-
1: <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> hoodie time hoodie just up. literally knocked off steve's cans yeah his tits are just <laughs> mangled on the floor now
0: out. deflated and oh he's going olaf style here yeah <laughs> full coverage <laughs> steve's got his got his hood on over his headphones <laughs> This is that Twitch content. Where oh, for... <laughs> Classic spy gear look, yeah. <laughs> and now you tightened your hoodie around your face, which is always a weird look. <laughs> but it looks like you have a Princess Leia, yeah, like hairdo. You're covering up under there. They're just not quite perfect. Right. So or, up. or they have gigantic ears. Yeah, and um, our tits apparently. But uh, yeah, it's getting a little chilly out here it is. in beautiful sunny Southern California's Midway City. Valley yeah, where we don't have <laughs> any fires, thankfully. Right, yeah. There are uh, a lot of fires going on. They say this is the worst wildfire in like a hundred years or something like that, like since nineteen twelve yeah. or something ridiculous. Uh
1: Yeah, I know we had some every year. A couple yeah. of years ago, there were some big ones. Central Cal, Nor right. Cal, but down here, down yeah, here. this is fucking nuts.
0: Yeah, yeah. They say it's going to be pretty much just going to be like this if conditions remain similar. Mm-hmm. Due to the climate change that doesn't exist, okay, <laughs> idiot. Thanks, Obama, <laughs> <laughs> for draining all those fucking leaves. Um, it does suck, though. It's like it's like fucking six cities are all just getting their like thousands of fucking acres, yeah, yeah. just burnt down. Gerard Butler of uh, three hundred fame, and now, well, technically, I guess now it's more of the. White House down <laughs> fame or London has fallen <laughs> fame. Uh, posted this picture that went around a lot of like his house is literally just a couple of the like frame beams on the outside. And he's like, Well, thankfully the fire department evacuated us all in time. And I'm one of like 250,000 people in Malibu that are displaced. Fucking homes are just done. Yeah. You know, um,
1: Lady Gaga's home. Yeah. Gone. Because mm-hmm. there was all the Thousand oak stuff. Then it was crushing Malibu after right. that.
0: So, I mean, I wonder though. Even in all that fire and ash, if that uh, that whole uh, dress made of meat was smelling delicious and yeah. burned up in that uh, oh, fire. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little
1: bit of marbling, dry-aged. Right. You know, someone got a little, you know, fed the fireman for a while. Right.
0: Nice, <laughs> nice little treat. Yeah. Those guys are out there working hard. They need that KBBQ love. Yep. <laughs> I saw some, there was like, I'll get like a Twitter digest or whatever, and mm-hmm. some guy, uh, his, his tweet, I don't know who he was or whatever. He was some mm-hmm. verified account, but... Uh, his post during the fire was, end slavery. Uh, a lot of the firefighters are felons that are forced to go help put out the fires. And then if they got out of jail, they would never even get a job with the fire department because of their felony record. I was like, what are you talking yeah.
1: about? It's like a very small what? group of people they let right. do that. I don't even know if they do that in California. Right. Because a lot of it's the Cal Fire people because mm. we had uh, had that problem. Right.
0: And regardless yeah. of your stance, it's like you're really worried about the felons helping put the fire out right yeah. now, as opposed volunteering to volunteering <laughs> to do this, as opposed to hundreds of thousands of homes just getting yeah. destroyed. Yeah. It will be kind of an interesting thing, like not even as a joke, but like it. Like I wonder, like what is gonna like if people will just start building on those same on the same land? It's gonna ch- totally change the topography of like lack of tree. You know what I mean? Like whole neighborhoods uh, will be different now. Yeah, but I mean, it was
1: so not industrialized, but it wasn't like woods mm-hmm. you know these were houses that had been there forever so yeah, yeah. uh i think if anything i'll just modernize the like, communities yeah, yeah. because That's all I mean, they're gonna like, rebuild those houses your average
0: street over there still probably had some bushes or plants or trees or whatever along the sidewalk, yeah, and mean, now those are gone so it's like i don't i don't, I don't think it's
1: dramatically enough different i think yeah. it'll be the style of homes because there's probably a right. lot of older houses because mm-hmm. everything up there is so fucking expensive yeah they might start uh, doing concrete homes instead do, or, well just know. just modern designs yeah. and concrete kind of, yeah <laughs> You know, concrete, yeah,
0: cement and concrete. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Shake Shack. It's all, there's only a few of them out here on the West Coast, but there's uh, a lot of them on the East Coast. Burger joint. Yeah. Everyone likes to go, oh, in and out versus Shake Shack. Right. Um, but they got these custards called concretes, and they're like blizzards, but even more dense. And they're very good. <laughs> Which I'm sure. Dense. Yeah. Bobby fucking D'Arcy's out, out there on Newberry Street yeah. at the Shake Shack that Joey's been to before
1: <laughs> and eating got in the pie. concrete <laughs>
0: Yeah, I got this at Pauly's down the yeah. street. <laughs> what the fuck are you eating here for? I'm not even from Boston. I no, know I'm, I'm talking like this. <laughs> sorry. Isn't Boston known for their deep dish? <laughs> Is it pasta? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, baked beans, clams. Cream pies. Cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> Lobster, yeah, uh, crab bakes.
0: and asshole, and my asshole, and, my yeah. asshole. and racism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we just uh, a little cross promo here. We just had uh, some Trillium Brewery beers over there on Beer There, Drunk That. So listen up to that episode <laughs> and subscribe, all you East Coast, yes, people. Blob- <laughs> Bobby knows Trillium. Yeah, I Trillium. got. Yeah, I got a Trillium. Yeah. yeah. Julian, Danny, William. Me. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
1: um, yeah, and we're uh, going to talk about lines today. Yeah, we're uh, we're really These big fat coke lines. We're like
0: we're just over a third of the way into how many total episodes there are for Ancient Aliens, and it's
1: episode fifty.
0: Oh, this is episode fifty yeah. for us. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> That is cool though. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird to think that we've sat here for seventy some odd hours likely to record just this podcast. Oh no, probably a hundred. If it was like well no I mean they're not all two hours, but I'm no, just I I'm know. just kind of roughly, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um that we've done this every week ish. Yes. I mean we
1: have backlogged a few, but yeah. still.
0: Yeah, I am proud that we have stuck to the post every week. There's been yeah. some where we've been a few hours later or whatever, or early, but yeah. um but still, it's pretty much every Tuesday. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, see you next Tuesday, huh, you <laughs> stupid cunt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're on the cunt schedule. Uh, yeah. Every Tuesday you'll see yeah. the next uh t-episode. Dripping, <laughs> wet episode
1: <laughs> that's just moistened and glistened. And once a month that episode will be bleeding
0: right. and gooey right. and looks like teriyaki sauce. Right. I bet that outside of pornography we have the most prolapsed anus content. Yeah. any entertainment <laughs> any, venue. <yeah.
1: laughs> any channels, right. anything. And that's something yeah. we're going
0: to bring to our graves. That's something yeah. we can be proud of. You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, unless someone else comes along in the next 10 years before did, we both die. <laughs> did we already say this, but
1: if we make... So AlienCon, big news, coming yes. to back to L.A. in June. Yep. So we'll be there for that. Oh yeah. Can any Patreon LA donors want to pay for us to go? We'll <laughs> hang out with them the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. The king of donors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we should make the ancient. We should alien- start a Patreon first. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have levels. You have yeah. to, it's a secret Patreon. Yeah, yeah. It's on the so, dark web. <laughs> it's a Patreon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, a French server. Yeah. Le Patreon. We can't really read what it says, yeah. but apparently we're right. posting things. And there's, out. I mean, it there's means. a lot
0: of pictures of croissants on there. We just yeah. kind of inherited all the content on that server, but yeah, we bought it.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then our OnlyFans, I'll be posting some different twirl spin videos and <laughs> <laughs> uh, shower scenes. Like meat swirls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, what are you going to be
0: riding on those? Or is it just the swirling? I'm going
1: to you know, swirling. Uh, you know, maybe I'll fog up a window and write something with my hongus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, anything's possible on OnlyFans. <laughs> That's why it's a little better than Patreon, because right. you can get that content out there a little yes. quicker. <laughs> and kind of whatever you want. Now, how does that compare, in your opinion, to my vids? Now, many vids. <laughs> or many vids, sorry. Is a pay-per-vid. <laughs> right. So, OnlyFans, you get that stream, which mm-hmm. there's options to pay for extra. Right, right. But, you know, it at least guarantees that monthly sub. Right. We'll be getting some content. Right. So <laughs> it's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say our shirts <laughs> should say, so on the front we can have ancient things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then on the back it can say, if you can read this, I prolapsed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: <laughs> That'll go uh, well with our Childress yeah, yeah, and Yeah. Oh. uh Browlaps, huh? Prolapse, yeah. huh? <laughs> is it
0: cool if I just turn around for this pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even get to see it until yeah, he yeah. sees the After, picture. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Are we going to? Uh, well, <laughs> I'd like to plan something. I'd like to say that we'll do something fun for our year for fifty-two or whatever. But uh, it's in two weeks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, thank you for sticking around for. I mean, fifty episodes is still a milestone. So yeah, thanks for sticking around for. Again, almost a hundred hours of us blathering on. Uh, it's been really fun. This is our last episode. No. <laughs> We're done. Uh, I've
1: yeah. uh, purchased several rounds of ammunition yeah. <laughs> that you know, will blast into my gut.
0: It's kind of funny. It's like if if they can do it, the Ancient Alien guys just turn out new content with just slightly, slightly <laughs> yeah. tiny Different variations things. on the script of whatever they talked about before. You know, yeah, um, and. And that's a then 22, we can talk about it right like I mean they they this episode especially is one of the kind of uh I think there's kind of a, an equation here where the least amount of understanding about um, a piece of evidence mm-hmm. the ancient alien crew our plucky researchers and theorists tend to use that as like, The most they kind of use it as a a confidence piece, where they're like, "See, there's no evidence against it." So, (laughs) oh, Steve's busting out the lip vaseline. Vaseline. (laughs) Um,
1: Fucking dry as shit out here. (laughs) uh,
0: They they tend to use these examples as almost like these unbreakable fucking pieces of evidence that they think you know you you can't you can't fucking penetrate even with that vaseline.
1: Yeah, and I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, this episode's like we've already like fucking my dumb roommate matt he's like i barely watched the show with you guys right and yeah. i already know about all these yeah. dumb lines it's like how are you gonna have yeah. an episode dedicated to this where you've already talked about it 20 times yeah he was
0: out there making celery salt flavored popcorn God, no, with a and weird he's like, orange uh, dog bowl yeah yeah, it's like some know. special <laughs> rubber bowl he's very proud of.
1: That then you like can microwave. collapses and then it oh. pops up. I I don't know what's so fucking special about this bowl, but he coveted for him. Yeah. Is it new? <laughs> he's had it for like six months. Oh God. But he's a piece of shit who eats popcorn all the time. He's full li- of his fucking gut. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, he's it's, like, it's I've a weird these, fucking thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I've seen these fucking lines yeah. a bunch of times. Like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, that's this is what yeah. they do. This is it. Um, the, and, and and but yeah, they use it as this this like example of like I mean, see, like we don't know anything about it, so it must be these things. And like yeah. this is like not the craziest leaps, but this whole episode is mostly chime-ins and soup alerts and Coppins call yeah. Not China, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and uh, Martell's here, Linda yeah. Bolton Howe's here. They they use poor Michael Denon, the physicist from UCI, to like yeah. prove their points, you know, by editing, even though he's yeah. not proving yeah. their points. And uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a doozy, but kind of a boring doozy at the same time cause it's, a, it's 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 that meme where the guy is just kind of like it's closed up on his face and he's blinking and like oh, yeah, like, the okay. shocked like yeah, <laughs> it's like all righty. Um, okay. Yeah, they start off uh, exploring. What what the fuck are the nazca lines? Um, you know, they're just going to... Every episode kind of has just the intro of like, what yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. here's this place. Yeah. Here's the overview that's going to make your mind turn yeah. into jelly, and then we'll yeah. try to we'll put it all back together. We'll stick it in the freezer with a no new mold, was. and it will be created in an even greater form than it is now. Yep. And that's that's the... Creating the cognitive dissonance of like, oh, you thought you knew this, but this is the way mm. things might be, and then... When you're so confused, they start going, see, it all connects. And then you go, yeah. oh, okay. Uh, and then that's how they get the rating. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they talk about how aerial flyovers became more and more frequent in southern Peru. And these lines were observed from the sky mm-hmm. much, much more. They're carved into the ground. The The ground is kind of unique there. It's like a, a a layer of stones, or just like pebbles, pretty evenly spread out across a bunch of... Uh, A layer of dirt and then like limestone underneath and so they basically just carve away these pebbles and at least on the episode the ancient Ancient astronaut theorists they say that it's pretty simple to make these things in terms of just carving up the ground yeah they said the difficult part is just just how big they are and how straight the lines are and the triangles Mm -hmm. and whatever and uh there's 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 all sorts of symbols there's lines there's animals are called glyphs i guess anything Mm -hmm. that's a uh, geological carving or something is a glyph technically and, I wonder uh, if
1: they they didn't really talk about this, but there's a way you could do this too, where it's like if you're always walking towards the sun, you're going to go a certain direction. So I wonder if these right. were lines of like, right. okay, for this week we're going to walk towards the sun this way, right. and then it'll line up if you did those steps. Right. You know. Well, and you, and you every think about seasonal, if it feels like a seasonal,
0: like weird lines because they right. cross up so much in it. Right. But. And and it's very simple. Even back in the day, like. You could make a straight edge if you just had some sort of line, like a rope or a string or something, some fucking animal gut, and tied it between two sticks and you pulled it straight and there's your perfectly straight line. Like and you could just repeat that ad nauseum. So it really isn't that difficult to understand how they could do that for long periods. Right and then cuz then in between those two like as you drew the lines or posted the stakes or whatever you could then put the straight edge between the posts and make sure yeah. those were straight so then you could keep it straight the whole time yeah. and going on the same angle so there is this is a big la- it's not overt but it's it's the subtext of this episode is there's no way they could have just walked in a straight line or used basic tools or whatever mm-hmm. and then they're they're their what they think is the smoking gun is and it's, this is one of the, the main pillars of ancient astronaut theory is anything, any sort of glyph or carving or symbol or, la- you know, landing site or whatever yeah. is meant to be seen from the sky. Mm-hmm. Therefore, why would they ever do it unless they knew things were seeing it from the sky and they needed to communicate with them? Which, of course, are the gods or right. aliens because primitive islands. people yeah. misinterpreted Right. God is alien. So, but it's 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 a it's a silly thing because there's examples all over the place of well I'm well a yes the answer is yes they 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 thought the gods would see it that's why they made it because everyone there really was was a there was a lack of document documented atheism or agnosticism back then you don't hear a lot of stories especially when there's less and less writing and stuff about an unbeliever or something like that. That came about more as people were a little more literate and, you know, well, stuff could, like that
1: had the freedoms to challenge beliefs and all that fun stuff. Right. Uh, and as we became more educated and learned more about the world and how things work, it right. wasn't as spooky and scary right. and had to have these weird, uh, you know, mega structures to right. worship or represent the gods or the rulers and dictators.
0: Right. And so when you're living in a world that is just when it gets dark, it's fucking terrifying. Cause it's, dark you can't fucking see shit it's (laughs) kind of spooky you you of course yeah you're you're going to be part of the cultural tribal whatever religion you're part of and would therefore dedicate a lot of time and resources to honoring them communicating with them hoping they come and save you hoping they come teach you hoping whatever and and, or you're sitting there 200 years after your culture started, hearing these ancient, quote unquote, ancient stories of when the gods originally came down, and you want to call them back. And that's their big thing here. Are you ripping a ripping the chair over there? I'm good. <laughs> you had a in, you had a, an elote burrito today, so in a, a burrito with spicy Mexican corn in it.
1: Yeah, elote being the street corn, which is smothered in mayonnaise, cheese, and some other spices. This had a very creamy spice sauce as well, which I put habanero salsa. Oh shit! <laughs> even more in the beautiful corn chips, mm. and then and you had those, three diarrhea yeah, today. The <laughs> corn is a <laughs> tracer food, right. so at three thirty p.m. I started to see corn, and that's right. when I knew something had to be wrong. Right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Tracer from Overwatch yeah. popped out of your butt and said. What you pooping, mate? Yeah, and then you said, "Oh wow, I've looked at your weird porn." <laughs> Is that the one with the goggles? I've yeah, never. It's like the main game. mascot. Yeah, because yeah, I, do. I don't play the game either. But she's just like, like fucking. Where's the bodysuit? She's suit, like the cute like little the cockney snow. chick, and she's a lesbian, and Ooh. all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bowler. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, jugs much? <laughs> oh, she's got those yoga pants, sweater kits. <laughs>
0: oh god he's falling in love with them oh (laughs) shit oh no both of them both sets so four tits he's falling in love with it's all gone (laughs) um but yeah so there are a big mix of kind of geometric shapes mixed in with these and uh but then there's the classic like big bird animal there's a big spider and there's a uh, el astronauto or something like that, which we'll talk about a little later. And the the beginning of this episode is like everyone going. It's just crazy how much variety and how fucking big they were, and because they can range from like a few hundred feet to some of the some of these like perfectly straight lines, which they keep calling runways and stuff, yeah. go along for like nine miles. Um, which yes, again, like like everything that ancient cultures did, it was a fuck ton more effort to do any of this stuff so it's not that it's not amazing it's just what you're selling it short when you're just saying oh they were taught to do it or aliens came and did it with a laser or whatever so our first little uh no not a chime in the slick back kid what does he do he he uh he slicks he slicks in like i don't i don't have a verb for how jason martell comes in and uh says his way in there you go (laughs) we get a slick back kid sleaze in here (laughs) Slips. (laughs) and it slips <laughs> oh there we go yeah <laughs> he uh, yeah cuz it's slick right yeah. yeah all that grease in his hair is you know yeah slick back head is pulling a little slip and slide slips in here yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says <laughs> uh, he says we have these intricate lines i spelled it intracite. that was weird what? we have these intricate lines and in what appear to be runways all around the desert some of these show mathematical diagrams built thousands of years ago which really raises the question why <laughs> uh and 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 a, they just got finished telling us in the intro. Ooh, I got a butt crack. No, here, you got one. Um, that the uh, Nazca folk were uh, dated from. They existed. Their culture existed from 100 to 800 AD. Um, or, sorry, the first through eighth century, so 0 to 700. Regardless, it's impossible at the time of this recording. I know that you'll all be listening to this thousands of years in the future. It'll be the most popular show. Nanu. Yes. <laughs> uh, that. So it's impossible for it to be thousands of years old. And it's a nitpicky thing. Like, it's, just, it's a math thing. But it's like, at the longest, it's, excuse me, I don't know, was it 1,900 years old or something like that? So when you're saying thousands, you're thinking of, like, 3 to 6 to 10 whatever thousands, right. you know? So it's it's one of those little signs that they just don't sweat the details that right, much. all and, the little bits. And when they're saying these huge statements about the world and history and religion and all this stuff. You got to be at least a little bit accurate and sweat those details. So, um, uh, yeah, so they, they, they the, the, weather conditions were perfect to keep the, the limestone underneath the top layer intact. So it doesn't really erode that much. Cause they said that they, they scraped off the rocks and then the limestone, for some reason, was exposed or whatever, just, like, hardened. Mm-hmm. And so just... And, and and there's also barely any rain out there. So yeah. there's nothing much to change the topography. Yep. So it's how they've stayed there. And you can see some of them from space and stuff. Um, Huey Newman in the news is on a lot in this episode. But he doesn't really say anything that the narrator doesn't hasn't immediately said before. Mm-hmm. So we don't uh, quote him that much. But except that... I think I say it later, but they talk about uh, Vera Kocha a lot, the creator god of the Incas mm-hmm. and everything. And... He supposedly ordered the Nazca Lions to be created, but I hate the way Hugh Newman says. He got Viracocha. Yeah. Vera- thing. Ripped them out of his Veracutcha. Yeah. <laughs> Gets a little southern. Yeah. Ripped out of I loved growing up in Manchester, England <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with all my fellow Cockney folks. Yeah. I grew up with a lot of Queens. <laughs> right. <laughs> Playing football
1: yeah. and cricket. Yeah. Squeaking around. Yeah, play a lot of darts and pool. Rat. Right. We call it throwing,
0: throwing loads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Coppins uh calls out that uh commenting on the topography and stuff, he goes They knew that anything you made here will last for eternity. <laughs> and I was like, I guess. I mean sure. people go, yeah, if you carve in a rock, it's gonna last a long yeah. time. Uh but it's kind of a pointless thing. Like right. they it's again, it's it's always this Back and forth of this this Hippocratic like the, oh these old these old cultures were super smart but then they mm-hmm. were super dumb right whatever wants whatever they wanted to use or, or say to fit their ancient astronaut theory narrative yep. so um, they go back to the dumb question over and over of why why would they make something that can only be appreciated from the air and I laughed at our first suit alert here and he says uh, it has been suggested that whoever inhabited the Nazca plateau. That they had some sort of access to balloon flight. (laughs) Not to be confused with the old Nintendo game Balloon Fight. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, he continues, says, so that they could appreciate what they had created on the ground. So I thought he agreed with that at first. But he says, then here's here's the even dumber statement. Right. right. If they had access to Balloon Flight, the Spanish chroniclers would have surely written it down. But they didn't. So it didn't exist. So it's like... Nope, they wrote okay. down everything exactly
1: <laughs> right. again as it was. Right. <laughs> uh, now, they knew this one man that showed up, the great Baron Moonshowsky, and he right. said, Give me your knickers, lady. I need to go. And he made this balloon flight, right. <laughs> and he went to the moon right. with the fucking hot right. air balloon. And saw Rob Williams lose his fucking head. Not because he choked himself to Rob death and jerk, <laughs> jerked out. <down. laughs> and that is where he right. then made the sea back, the right. trek back on the ship right. where he lost the
0: balloon
1: right. sailing from the moon back down right. to Earth.
0: And then that was only trumped. You know, moon flights with a balloon. That's one thing. Okay. That's kind of Terry Gilliam bullshit, yeah, that, you, know? you know. That's table stakes. We all know yes. the, it was yes. base. It was ba- table stakes. <laughs> it was based on the documentary starring the greatest and funniest martial artist of our time, Sir Jackie Chan, <laughs> who flew around the world in eighty days on a balloon. This was chronicled. This is a superior story to anything <laughs> the Spanish chroniclers. Taught us about South America or Central America. They wrote it down so it happened. Yes. We learned that that the martial arts could convey the comedy that Jackie Chan <laughs> so loved yeah. from the – or what are the fuck. I, I lost yeah. it. What are the, now, he one, kept quoting in documentaries and shit, like in interviews. One,
1: one of the greatest plights Laurel of, and Hardy. <laughs> of this flight, though, was the one Owen Wilson, right. a.k.a. the Butterscotch right. Bandit, right. He could not rim any women on this trip for 80 days, so he had to, you know, look at Jackie Chan's asshole and then say, Mmm, that leather starfish making me so horny.
0: (laughs) Wow, it looks kind of like a woman's ass because it's so smooth and ancient. It's got no (laughs) hair down there. (laughs) <laughs> I think your own Wilson's better than mine. Uh, hey. <laughs> no hair down. There. No hair. Down there. Um but yeah, so this is this is classic Sukalos. This is like again like season 4 and 5 Sukalos, much more confident Yeah. and much more brash and a little bit of bara kind of style. Like, Hair's going a little bit darker. Yeah. Oh, he's going Hollywood shit. Yeah. yeah, he's spiced up. Who's the up, guy with the hair slick back? <laughs> Uh, and kicked back, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "Hey, hey, you fucking morons how can you how can you say that what I'm saying is stupid? Yeah, you wanna listen to how listen to the tone I'm saying, and I'm confident,, yeah. so he's like trumping this yeah all, he's confident- trumping your arguments yeah. against Confidence gets me, okay, you wanna smell my dick it smells like fucking some
1: random lady's goddamn saliva, okay, does yours <laughs> I don't think so,
0: I don't think so. fuck you, yeah. I haven't <laughs> had to had the Crawled to the depths of a bacon canyon in fucking two seasons already, okay. right? Okay. It's it's 58 to 47-year-old pussy, and that's it. <laughs> Let that bitch in Pasadena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until I meet my wife, Nick, or whatever her yeah. name is, sometime in the future. Who we probably do weird swing of shit right. with anyway. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Because love is what yeah. the aliens want <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, God, I cannot imagine what their love what life, they're into yeah. yeah with all that fucking
1: beads and jewelry yeah. and weird <laughs> smells of incense and leather
0: she's got a whole head of yeah. anal beads for me it's great she's <laughs> which seems very sad and painful for the girl just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> she has to face away from her lover and pull yeah. them in and she, he's like jamming him in and she goes
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, 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 yeah very visual yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: She has to rip her own hair out of her yeah. husband's asshole. Yeah. She's got to gotta go forward, him. right? Yeah.
1: That's how she gets those tight yeah. abs.
0: That's uh, that's what inspired now the late great Stanley to talk for Luke Cage's favorite uh, famous quote: "Is always forward, right?" Yeah, <laughs> he heard about yeah. Nick's and Sue love life. Yeah, yeah, because um, because if, I if you go backward. It. Then you're just mashing the back of your skull and his butt cheeks, and that doesn't do anything, you know. Yeah, it stimulates
1: the outer fish, but not the inner soul. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say inner fish, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. So Coppins calls out uh, again. He says, "Now the magnitude of the figures is what makes this such a complex undertaking." So he's commenting on how it was easy to carve it, but it was just the sheer length and effort and whatever. And it's like. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like, that's a totally fair statement for once. But that's pretty much the only one he makes the whole episode. Uh, Childress agrees and chimes in and he says, "Uh, the Nazca lines go for miles. They're perfectly straight through the desert as opposed to, you know, subtly gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There are glyphs so large that the surveyors, and he means like the surveyors, the guys, the Nazca people making it, would need direction from the sky. And this is where aliens or some kind of being with flight had to be involved with the creation of the Nazca line. So he's just saying they couldn't – this is where he says they had to be involved. Like Mm -hmm. how could you build these without some dude in a fucking helicopter or something saying, hey, you got to fucking turn left right there. You know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Deeper. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Here's – and speaking of deeper – Linda Bolton Howe, the plastic surgery queen, comes on, and, and she says that she's, there's this, <laughs> <laughs> there's this like, one of the, the triangles is infamous for being, like, super long, and it's, like, perfectly geometric. They say it's perfectly geometric. I'm like, yeah. okay, what does that mean? Well, but three lines hit. We get so, what they're yeah. saying is that it's, like, a very clean, very straight angled, you know, uh, uh, triangle. And she's like, it's as if an entire shape, you know, 600 feet long press something, press the ground all at once, yeah. 24 inches into the dirt. You know, it's like... And so I've gone only 18. <laughs> right. You can't go that extra six yeah. inches. You'll rip your colon apart. You will fucking
1: get straight pregnant right. every goddamn time. They're going right. to treat your cervix like a little sphincter right. and then get a taste for that. Yeah. 24 yeah, inches. I've seen it. You, every time... The womb will come out with the yeah. penis. <laughs> yeah. Every time you go to take a shit, it's going to be like a fucking Nerf gun down there to shoot eggs out like a
0: little <coughs> foam ball. You're fucked. You right. are fucked right. up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's saying that like it, 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 it doesn't exp- that's a big statement and it doesn't explore any more about this. Like this is where I would go, oh, does it show any scrape lines there or whatever? Like, why are you saying that it looks like something pressed it? Just because it's so even, right? we don't even really get any confirmation that it's that you know it's, even. How do you know, you know it's not dug out? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. like She just says that it looks like it was pressed from above. Right. It's like, well, yeah, all these fucking things do. Yeah. They look like, like like, uh When you scrape cookie. away, it looks like it's pressed. Yeah.
1: Right. Scraping away and pressing down are not cookie cutters. Cookie cu- yeah, different. cookie cutters. <laughs> Co- cookie cutter. <laughs> Got the cootie cutter. Oh, I mean, good boy. Give me a little cootie cutter. The cooter cutter. Yes. That is what I call my sheath shaft. Yes, I split those cooties. Um, Let me see your flaps, for I shall cut them.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we get another Sukler here. There was I had a lot of note typing in this episode because it was pretty much all quotes. He says, uh, uh, let's assume that they had, that the aliens, in, about the aliens, that they have a rover like we have on Mars. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. sort of unmanned craft. And the natives witnessed this and said, wow. We were just visited by God, <laughs> but of course, no such thing happened. Yeah, it's like it doesn't really make sense why they put that quote in here because mm-hmm. it's like, are you it's saying not. that a rover was making the lines and they saw that, or you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, just that. That's like there was no God. See, They saw aliens. I know it's like, it's just a, a weird movie, thing yeah. where it's like in they're they're so obsessed about the creation of these lines. It's right. like. Nobody like because a lot of times they'll have Von Dani and say say I think that the they put a little thing down there and they copied it and they like and then like they would say something so right. it's just a weird edit in there like made kind of no sense so uh, not like much of what they say makes yeah. sense but um, and so then the narrator Robert Clotworthy, asks, like were they also meant to commemorate an even older alien encounter tens of thousands of years ago right and they they kind of go into Viracocha the creator god of the Inca. In South America, um, who apparently ordered the Nazca lines to be created eons ago? This is where I wish they would, like, on screen, either show like the glyphs or the writing that show that, you know, or, or yeah, like the, the picture, dictation. the, the yeah. pictorial, you know, like carving or whatever that Whereas shows that documentation that right. says. Like, that like it should be must. so simple, but like I, I never really realized the show is just constantly showing these montages of shots mm-hmm. and most of them i think are from the places they're talking about but i think sometimes they're not like yeah. i don't like they're just showing like but again you're roughly saying, Incan things yeah. you know
1: um they showed inca cola a lot of peruvian food right. delicious uh chicken right
0: poya inca right um got that rice mm-hmm. i had some of that peruvian rice in my burrito today yeah. um it's a little too sweet made it a little too sweet uh with the jasmine in there but um <laughs> uh coppins calls out and says we know well, that was weird. Mm. We know that they are like, that was little coppins. That was coppins
1: a kid. Hi. We know. <laughs> Baby coppins.
0: Someday my crib life Crib Coffin. Will
1: I... <laughs> coffin. Oh coffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh crib coppins. Yeah. Crib often. Right. <laughs> uh <laughs> do you crib often? <laughs>
0: oh I walk. Oh. oh yes. One billion dollars, right, huh? Right. <laughs> this is uh Look Who's Talking Belgium edition starring <laughs> the young Phil Coppens. <laughs> My mother was a Belgian hole <laughs> Played by an adult. The baby Coppens is played by an adult Bruce Willis. Yeah. But it's only dubbed over Bruce Willis just goes eh, bim, bim, like once in a while, yeah. but then the whole hey, most baby. of it is <laughs> most of it is Phil Coppens doing the voiceover yes. a yeah. la and look it, who's talking. And it's a
1: perfectly proportioned Bruce Willis. Just blue screened and shrunken down to exactly. the size of a baby. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but still his musculature, is, you know, five yeah. o'clock shadow. You can
0: tell. I mean, the Belgian uh, special effects aren't, their budgets aren't quite as big. So it looks yeah. like okay until they try to, like, grab him yeah. or, or touch him. And then you can kind of see where their fingers like the go floating. through or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> Hey, why are you touching me? <laughs> it's an old Italian. Hey,
1: eh, why are you touching well, me? You, you? Yeah. you could have got a gap. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: And they're always trying to take my sandwich board yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to taste Because <laughs> Daddy always gets a taste. <laughs> um, but he says, "Yeah, we know that they are part of a creation myth, the Nazca line. So I'm like, do we? Like, they, they, Nick Redfern was just on. He didn't say anything really interesting. But I mention him because right before Cobbins comes on, Nick Redfern, the bald Brit, is like, now, you know, these lines are fascinating because... Uh, We still, we can see them from space, and yet we still, to this day, don't know anything about their origins, and and, and they cause endless controversy. And, like, it's like, okay, and then Coppins goes, we know they were part of a creation myth, but Mm -hmm. only he says this once in the episode. So if you're going to make a statement like that, hey, fucking show us some other shit that says, oh, look, these line up to the creation myth on this wall in a pyramid somewhere close by, or I don't know, some shit like that. But they just leave all of these things hanging out there. For you to do with what you will. Yeah. And then they create a really cool, like, emotional vibe to the episode where you want to believe it, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to believe you... <laughs> Yeah. that's scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, a quick, quick side note. Steve told us a story where when he was, like, 19 or something, this yeah. older lady uh, who – a lot of older ladies are very into Steve or were when he was a teenager. Yeah. Young boy. Uh, you were at like some race or something hey, like that? Young boy. No, I was at
1: the OC fair. Or OC fair, yeah. Standing, watching my friends do some like ride or something. Yeah. And a woman, yeah. And her friend yeah. came up to me and my friend and she started rubbing the back of my head vigorously and said, Does it scare you? <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, what are you guys doing? We're just watching uh, friends. And then she kept rubbing my head again. She's like, huh? Does that scare you? I was like, nah, I, it's fine, I guess. And then we just kind of, like, sort of ignored them. And yeah. then they're just like, eh, they're not into it. Let's go. <laughs> I was like,
0: oh, okay, this is a little bit awkward. Yeah. And yet that really formed your own pickup line yeah. with girls, yeah. too. Does it scare you? Yeah. Yeah, this is what women want. <laughs> right, see? They, they want were, their head ruffled and yeah. hair. You knew at that time. You were you were too nervous to commit to. You knew how horny they were for yeah. you. yeah. And so then you knew that that that's how you made women horny. It yeah. was ask them, "Are are, are you, you scared, scared, scared of me?" Basically, yeah. you know?
1: while physically touching them, right? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> without
0: their consent. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's like my uh, bubblegum canoes been <laughs> uh, down the roaring rapids. I'm so fucking wet.
0: Someone You're like reaching me. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't you just be yeah. hard? Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well, when you <laughs> suck your own dick for four yeah. hours just to edge yourself. And then you put your pants, you you put latex boxer briefs on. Fall asleep while gnawing on it. <laughs> Grampy always yeah. called me the puppy. want <laughs> um, to um, see my lipstick. Yeah. Uh, you just put on yeah. red lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> Are aren't I pretty? Mm-hmm. What it is? <laughs> is it is scary? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we're, the whole next segment is about El Astronauto which is the, I don't know, at least according to the ancient ancient theorists, like one of the more famous glyphs of a, a real bull, a bull, bubble-headed humanoid guy with two big eyeballs right. and really nothing else. And uh, we we uh, swish ourselves off <laughs> to Switzerland. Mm. Um, and uh, I've been to Switzerland. I have um, snot. I did not. <laughs> I have snot <laughs> <laughs> to blow my nose. Does that scare you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. yes. take
0: it like a man yeah. a girl. <laughs> that's right no. Uh, no. And, and we <laughs> we go uh, to a very young very handsome Eric Von Daniken from 1968 uh, 1968 was when he published Chariots of the Gods which is what everything ancient aliens are doing the show is doing it's based off of everything we're doing here Space um, off. Yeah, spaced off. Uh, and uh, this is where uh, Chariots of the Gods, he claims that the Nazca people saw aliens make some of these glyphs with lasers and shit. Yeah. So the, the, all of the complicated ones, they made perfectly with lasers and stuff. And then the more primitive, crappy-looking ones, like the animals and whatever... Those were just the the Nazca people trying to replicate what they saw the gods doing back then. So that's why there was uh, – that's why there's a mix of kind of like janky-ass looking (laughs) organic things and then all of these geometric shapes and lines that go on forever. So uh, apparently – I mean it's at least cool that like he – somehow had the money or whatever to like do aerial flyovers and go on digs and things like that. Uh, This is where he got all of his ideas. And at least he tried to – physically see the stuff that he was talking about. You right. Know? So, um, but yeah, he, his aerial flyovers are where he was inspired to be like, well, why would they make these if they couldn't fucking see, see yeah, them from yeah, a yeah. Beer, come on uh, And he says, um, he gives his VD viewpoint here and he says, they give you the imagination of airstrips. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like the idea. Right. Uh, the straight lines, crossing lines, uh, they look like airstrips and this, this segment is about how are they runways and airstrips yeah. or whatever, too? No, like um, strips
1: of steak get away right, from right. my food.
0: <laughs> we have to make sure and get that, that in every good. episode. Because <laughs> we heard that at AlienCon, Alien right? Con. Yeah. yeah. That was like the first. <laughs> that was Jason Martell saying that? <laughs> no, it was Souks
1: and the producer of oh, the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Kevin Burns.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said Bert it all said. Yeah. Yeah. Big fat
1: guy. He <laughs> <laughs> was a great big fat person. <laughs>
0: it was hard to look at him yeah. during the panel.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it's the beaties. <laughs> Dio.
0: Hey, I'm gonna change the hashtag to live a beattes, not yeah. diabetes, okay? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love my beaties. Hey, every day you gotta eat your beaties. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Ooh, sometimes I give my children little beaties when they're mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> yeah. I take my beaties and <laughs> give it a little beaties. <laughs> uh but yeah, so Coppin's in the uh Ken Storch who's been on like three or four episodes now. He looks like um if anyone watches Tim and Eric Awesome Show, great job, he looks like um Will Forte from Saturday Live. He does a lot of, of guest appearances on Awesome Show. Yeah. And he looks just like that, just like a an old white guy cop with a mustache. Yeah. And that, you know, Midwest accent. Yeah. And uh, he was He's, a former military police or cop and then an airman you know, in the yeah. Air
1: Force. He's probably said the N-word and meant it. Yes. Like, yeah.
0: yes. He has, like, rage bubbling yeah. underneath him. And it is funny that Will Ford somehow picked, like, that kind of human being. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. It's such a subtle... Too. Yeah. <laughs> Just the rage-induced Midwestern white guy. Right. <laughs> with that stash, Bummed too. Down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, You know, they they come immediately after Von Daniken sits there and goes, I imagine they're airstrips and they're straight lines. They're like airstrips. Come on, they're like landing zones. And uh, and then Coppins and Ken Storch, they don't believe they're runways or airstrips at all. Right. But they kind of frame it as if they're agreeing with Von Daniken. So, again, just kind of bad editing. Like, again, remember the argument that you're building. But again, part of why right. we some, this it's there. Is some of it's podcasts cuz they don't do a show, good job yeah. at that. <laughs> so. and
1: again yeah like we've said before it's like is it the argument they're building is it the argument right. the show's building right and, you know. how
0: much do the editors and producers have in the say right. of like what you the know? narrative is yeah like i would love to to know how did somebody ask this kind of i don't think they did i think my question would have been if i would have gotten up with all this weird... <laughs> <laughs> and uh as if i'm not one but yeah. uh would have been like hey like when you got do you guys have any power in the edits or to guys like Childress or Coppins or or even some of the lesser people, do they have any say in how they're edited or whatever? Because I would assume that like Sucolos does and whatever, or if they're, I could also see them being like, no, I totally trust them. They do a great job and whatever. This is this interview and that's what we talked about. Um, but, uh, we, we get Michael Denon on here and he's on a few times where it looks like he's supporting Von Daniken's opinion of, like the complex geometric structures that they're made by lasers and shit like that, but he's not saying that he's just talking about like the nature of like fucking laser physics and whatever um and then uh Barr comes on and introduces this like very loose kind of visual matchup between the famous spider glyph mm-hmm. and Orion and Sirius, and he's yeah. like he's like, if you if you take the spider glyph and uh, You put it up in the sky and you kind of do this. He he literally says the phrase, like, you kind of do this mirror image thing. (laughs) And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, if you're just saying you're flipping it, that's fine. But, like. Again, these, like, bend and contort. All these things to make it work for some dumb idea you fucking have. Right. Um, (laughs) For some reason, I was like, oh, bend and contort. That's the sequel to Stand and Deliver. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite uh, video series. Uh, (laughs) Starring children (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um (laughs) various children but uh, yeah he goes if you take this uh, spider glyph and you kind of do this mirror image thing like it looks like uh it lines up with orion and then the the big dangling laying off to the side that's where sirius is and it's like they they overlay the spider thing but like all of orion hits seemingly random points on this spider it's like a third up, it's one leg. One of them sort of on the head, and one of them's on another arm, yeah. but not on the tips, not on like any specific spot. Yeah, and then yeah, the leg I guess touches Sirius over there. But I'm like, couldn't you just scale the spider overlaying this image of it? You know, what I mean? regardless. Yeah, having any ancient culture being uh, worshiping or or mirroring or mimicking the brightest stars in the sky, that's not the far fetched yeah. part of it. It's just the way they're showing that like. The spider doesn't really look yeah. like it fits though, well, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Just, yeah, you found something with a narrow waist and a right. wide yeah. yeah, Narrow waist, thick legs, <laughs> yeah. just like you like it, Bara. Okay. Okay. Beautiful conk. Kissing your fans, saying you weren't into it, but you were. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> While your wife watched. Right. <laughs> son
1: of a bitch. <laughs> he's not married, though, right? I I've had Clarence. Yeah. Uh, I you think know, he's in-
0: You know Clarence Aberdew? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I think he is married. What kind of name is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah hey, it's old Clarence Aberdew.
0: <laughs> of the Aberdews. Uh, I'm sister of a Clarence Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Because, you know, that's the way sisters work. You have different yeah. last... Slightly variant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie-daisy. We didn't think too much. But
0: that's my other cousin, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty weak visual piece of visual evidence. But... Um, uh, we get back to El Astronato here. He's he's the humanoid glyph, I, like I said. Um, he's raising one hand in the sky, and his other ant- arm is just by his side. Which
1: I would debate is sky. Right, exactly. Could be directional. Um, right, just raising Because if up. he's flat. Right, exactly. I don't know.
0: It's just, yeah. Um, but uh, Childress chimes in about his appearance, and he's he uh, they call him the spaceman. And, uh, he's got one arm up, and he's uh, he's waving, and, and he's very casual, children With this, it's very weird. He's, uh, and you would see that he's, uh, you know, one of the sky gods, or uh, he's not one of the sky gods, and it's one of the Nazca people who's uh, waving to the sky gods and saying, "Hi, we're here. Uh, we know you're here before, and come on back." <laughs> it's like yeah. I've never seen him hey, sound like such a normal human being. <laughs> Hang loose out there, because yeah, huh? he's always making statements. Yeah. So when he's in like statement education mode. He sounds like we always imitate him, and he was like, uh, "Hey, <laughs> you know, like." And yeah, there's a couple so times it? where we were yeah. like dying because he's just like, and he just like, oh, kind of Looks at the camera, <laughs> all happy, like, "Uh huh." I'm David Hatcher Boucher. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm the guy imitating him in the Water Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: at the water, oh, the alien. <laughs>
0: So happy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Sook's, uh, Sooks is the one saying like, "Oh, see, he's he's pointing his hand up, and then pointing the hand down, as if to say that, hey, something uh, something happened up there, yeah. and we're down here." And he does yeah. like a classic uh, ceiling point. He does the ceiling like point to the ceiling next yeah. to his head. In the point studio. the Lord. Yeah. Up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, we get Von Daniken back on. He talks about how um, back in the day, a bunch of Dresden University folks uh, studied the magnetic fields and the electric conduction capacity of the lines. This is like one of the boldest statements. And there's like, other than him saying what happened in the study, like, because he basically, he's basically saying there's something there is something underneath all the shit. It's like, well, then why the fuck haven't you yeah. radio satellite dished it or whatever, you <laughs> know? Um, he no, says Radio Shack did or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, the ability to conduct the currency was 8,000 times more powerful to conduct electricity along the lines. I'm like, 8,000 more times? But I also wonder, like, is that even significant in scientific terms? Like, right. if it's either inert or has some rating of conductivity, maybe 8,000 is just mm-hmm. normal? I Means Oh, yeah, there's metal in the dirt. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. he's implying that... Uh, there is something eight feet below, but we don't know what it is. And it's like, you know it's eight feet below, but you didn't dig anything or You check? don't know what it is. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> um, we cannot get down there. Right. It's just one of those dumb things. Like, you were already there. This university was already studying these things. It had the clearance. And they say, oh, we detect something below. Let's, go out, let's get out of here, boys. Back to Dresden with us, wherever the yeah. fuck that is. Yeah. Where is Dresden?
1: Germany? The de- Dresden room. I don't know. Oh, okay. Is that a bar or something? That's that's from
0: Swingers, and it's a bar in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then they they go into, like, how the the ground there, the soil, is really full of nitrates. And that that must have been... The aliens must have known that, because nitrates are very common in our own modern rocket fuel. Again, they go back to rocket-powered shit. Hot dogs. Right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Nitrate-free. Yeah. Why do you think they give you that sweet, (laughs) sweet gas? Yep. It's weird, though, because I wonder if there's something scientific to Pee Wee's Big uh, big Top where he's growing the hot dogs because nitrates are in really good soil soil and fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So maybe the more nitrites, then you grow hot dogs. So maybe it's big hot dog trying to block you from growing your own hot dogs by telling you nitrates are bad and they have their fake nitrate-free hot dogs, even though there's probably nitrates in there. Yeah, and... It's the
1: skincare companies because those little hot dogs can turn you into kids. Right, Kay? exactly. What better way to stay youthful than actually becoming youthful again?
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it is It is. It is it's an interesting message where, message where you know hot dogs are like such a kid's food that you just turn into a, ch- a child at heart. Yeah. But then in the movie, they physically <laughs> <laughs> turn into yeah. children again. Yeah. <laughs> but they still talked with their old voice for a while, or was that like... Uh, no, no, no they changed. Kids, sorry, yeah, sorry. But yeah. just the
1: demeanor and attitude of right, an old right, asshole. Or, yeah. <laughs>
0: So, you know, tight but getting kind of loose and, yeah. you know, a little wet oh, just and messy. Floppy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Losing control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just floppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, worn the fuck out. Right. I wonder uh, how
1: many times you rub your asshole over the course oh of my a lifetime.
0: God. I always have the shit of a thousand wipes, so yeah. mine is... <laughs> desensitized yeah as fuck. so times three a day for <laughs> a uh, desensitized ass fuck <laughs> um Working but yeah family huh we get a, yeah we get a zoo alert here and he says uh now there comes a time in any project when something is finished okay uh and that is why some of these contacts ended the alien contacts because the extraterrestrials went on to different places and like he says this statement in such a like, a fucking almost mysterious and overly sincere, like, I'm like, all you're saying is that, they, like, because they're asking a question that no, not even the narrator asks. They don't go, where did the aliens go? But that's the question he's answering is that they left and went somewhere else because yeah. it, it was over, you know. And they're, they're implying throughout this that they were mining for nitrates or other materials. Mm-hmm. To power their rocket fuels, which they would need, uh, rocket fuel, which they would need runways for. Right. It's like again, you guys, if these are interstellar travelers, they wouldn't be using rocket propulsion for anything. Yeah. They would have anti gravity shit. They even go into like iridium later in this episode, which like, not that it's fact at all, but like the Mass Effect game series is all about how like all their shit is powered by iridium, like their fuel right. that lets them go like uh, to just bar- like sublight speed is based on iridium because it basically makes the gravity around your ship in a certain way that your mass becomes zero. And so, and that's how they can travel beyond the speed of light and shit like that. But, um, so at least that's a more intricately Something. scientific sort of pseudo scientific, you know, uh, explanation of just like, well, of course they had rockets they had to fly yeah. around on. So, and then of course they go into like, these were, these lines were pointing to places and shit like that too. So they then wonder, uh, are there any other locations like the Nazca? <laughs> And we go to Lake Titicaca and yeah. Tiwanaku, and I think like season two, Lake Titicaca and Tiwanaku were brought up like seven fucking times. Yeah. We've had a little bit of a break from it, but now we're back. Um, it's about 400 miles away from Nazca. Uh, it thrived more than a thousand years ago. Um, they they think that Nazca lines are pointing there, but meanwhile, there's they're literally showing you lines pointing everywhere before. So it's like. Okay, maybe maybe five of them are. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, again, they don't show you the lines that are pointing. They don't show – that's the kind of diagram I'd like to see. Or arrows. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, there's Green lines. Green arrow. There, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, your, your mouse icon. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All you know. the arrows that we care about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's that new Robin Hood coming out that's basically like – uh, John Wick, but he's Robin Hood. You know? Yeah. I,
1: well, I was surprised with the success of Game of Thrones and all this stuff. Right. They haven't done a Robin Hood reboot sooner. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. They did the King Arthur one, which was apparently horrible, horrific too, with Jack Taylor in it. Yeah. <laughs> but who's actually British? I think in real life. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Um. But. Uh... Oh yeah, they have this uh, <laughs> this fucking guy on, and his name's John Leviton. Mm. And he wrote a book called Welcome <laughs> to critics? Your Designer World. Yeah. and uh, But he looks like the fucking, like, the doctor from Nightmare for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's on he's a,
1: now you, <laughs> it's fucking line, Sally. <laughs> Frog's
0: breath. <laughs> Everyone knows El Astronomo is the most <laughs> suspect drawing you could make in the Nazca region.
1: Now let me see your little
0: stitches. <laughs> Ugh, can you imagine if, like. Her vagina was a stitch but she could open it up and then leaves popped out so he could fuck her something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: I always wonder that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Let
1: me put a fresh frog skin down there so I can have a nice glistening finish. I don't now like the doctor
0: that is Jewish and from New York.
1: Oh, let me. Come on, sweetheart. Chicago. I'll take the next yeah. one.
0: Oh, let me put a little Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Welcome to Chicago. Chicago.
1: This is a close set. Let
0: me put some
1: cream in that cheese. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, cream cheese and bagels, classic Chicago <laughs> food.
1: Well, you're saying Jewish guy earlier. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: well, but then you've New I York. I know, I know, but yeah, I know, okay. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he says that Nasca's, it's not an isolated instance, and it just shows a bunch of shots of uh, Tia Wanaco and all that stuff. Uh, there's all sorts of Viracocha statues and the plume serpent and all the shit we've talked about with the Incan folk before. Um, it was created for the temple that was created for beings called the sky people in honor of Viracocha, who supposedly ordered the Nazca lines to be created. So, uh, Childress from that, just from that bit of information they give us, he probably has more, but, uh, he chimes in and says, Nazca was a way station on the coast of Peru. And, uh, once you arrived in Nazca with your airship, okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone, <Yeah. laughs> hey, I'm on a <laughs> steampunk Victorian airship, like in Final Fantasy, <laughs> yeah. or Back to the Future, <laughs> <Three>. you know. <laughs> a train ship? Dr. Emmett Brown. Um, oh, yeah. So wait, when you think of airship, you think of the Flying DeLorean? Well,
1: you said, uh, what's it called? Victorian and steampunk, steampunk yeah, which yeah. made me just think of the flying train, train right? Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. I never
0: thought of it as steampunk, but yeah, it's true. Um, does it get much more steamy than that, baby?
1: <laughs> steampunk is where you fuck in a shower, a woman with a right. mohawk, right. and it's really hot and wet.
0: It's <laughs> uh, oh, gross. Nice drippy bits. <laughs> I thought you were like trying to be Sid Vicious there or yeah. something like No oh. I beats. <laughs> oh, oh
1: Energizer, Energizer. <laughs> That's the Jacko energizer yeah.
0: commercials. Um write us in if you remember the Jacko Energizer commercials, where it was it an insane yeah. Australian like bodybuilder guy yeah, yeah. was like the spokesman for yeah. Energizer? Oh my, oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> uh he had the little um, robot versions of himself that like mm. one was powered mm. by Duracell, one was Energizer, yeah. and the Energizer, one was like,
1: hey, Jessica, he got
0: Something like that. Look at
1: that little pisser. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, and he says, uh, sorry, he says, uh, Nazca was a way station, uh, and they haven't really introduced us at all, uh, on the coast of Peru. And once you arrived in Nazca with your airship, the lines themselves directed you into the Andes to the giant megalithic cities of and a Pumapunku. It's like, okay, once again, why would interstellar travelers, who can travel billions of miles in a short amount of time, to get to you, need markers to know where the next giant structure is, right. or where populated areas? They probably have fucking. Bio detectors that can go eight thousand miles yeah, or whatever the too. Same
1: thing. Know? Yeah. Again, they should know where they are at
0: all right. times. They don't need giant signs. So um Hewning he, in the News comes on and reintroduces the elongated skull shit. The, this episode really is all over the place. Even though it's focused on one thing, it's like grasping at every little weird thing about this uh yeah. this area. Um they introduced the elongated skulls thing. And they wonder where did they come from? Because in yeah, they Tia- spent a lot
1: of time on this. Was yeah. like I kind of zoned out. I'm like yeah. God, I've heard this fucking shit <laughs> yeah. twenty million times.
0: Because in Tiahuanaco, there was a bunch of buried people, you know, mum- mummified remains with with uh, elongated skulls. Um, Linda Howe, of course, comes on, and <laughs> ironically, that she's obviously a woman very into cosmetic surgery. Yeah, completely disagrees that it was a cosmetic procedure. Yeah. You know, she's like some. You know, scientists think that it was a, a cosmetic procedure where they, you know. Put a blanket or something around their head. She was yeah. very dismissive of it, yeah. and it's like, no. They either put a blanket or two, two little like things, and wrapped you know leather yeah, around it or whatever. And, yeah. and wood and ketchup, you, yeah. know? <laughs> uh, you know, thick and bits. Right. Uh, and and she says, but then she says, but there's no actual cultural evidence that. They elongated their skulls, and that's really not true. I, there's there's a a good article I'll read from in just a second that really debunks that. It's from it's from just this past year or two. So uh, von Daniken thinks they were copying ancient aliens' heads, so uh, heads that they saw, and it's like, well, that just spits in the face of what Linda Howe just said. And it's fine if they if they consistently had the guy, you know, all the AAT guys on there, yeah, and and they were kind of having it like a sharing of values where they might have the different opinions here. Or this guy has a little bit different opinions here. Kind of like we thought alien con with Travis Taylor and yeah. stuff like, Hey, I kind of agree, but I don't, you know, and I don't yeah. like the way you're saying it, but I guess will you know, we'll say it, but yeah. I'll support, it. Um, but every episode for the most part is 99%. Here's how they all jerk each other off with their yeah. assumptions about things. So it's kind of weird to see like they're painting it like they're agreeing, but they're saying completely the opposite thing. Right. So Von Danigan saying they were inspired by the aliens and then did bind their heads with stuff. Um, and so, uh, and Coppins uh, also comes on and disagrees with what Linda says, which is that they were they were honoring the gods and whatever. That's totally fair. Yeah, and that's what happened. But in other episodes, they talk about elongated skulls, and they're like, "There's no evidence that they bound and they were grown like this and whatever." Yeah. So I was um, born like, like this. <laughs> Lady Gaga, baby Gaga was born this way. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's born this way. Yeah. Born this way. Yeah, I was <laughs> born, born like this. this. <laughs> <The> fact. <laughs> Totally. My head's not long. Yeah. I'm just drawn that way.
1: <laughs> My um. chin's just swollen because I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: Ugh. Sorry. I'm a throba rabbit. rabbit mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to make a rabbit. <laughs> Uh But, yeah, so uh, there's a great article that you can look at uh the independent the the famous uk paper um from february 2018 the title is ancient peruvians gave themselves elongated skulls as a mark of status so i won't read everything but um Uh, Members of the ruling elite in parts of South America would have been very easy to spot 700 years ago due to their tall, elongated skulls. Their artificially extended heads were apparently status symbols and could have helped foster a sense of community and collective identity, according to a study. Over 300 years before the Inca Empire swept the southwestern Americas, members of a small ethnic community called the Colagua, so C-O-L-L-A-G-U-A, practiced intentional head shaping, which developed to focus on creating... Yeah, which developed to focus on creating a tall, thin skull shape. Uh, according to bioarchaeologist Matthew Valesco of Cornell University, uh, that's where uh, Andy from The Office was from. Yeah. Uh, the cranial modifications may have bound the powerful elite together, but it may also have polarized other groups, resulting in social inequality. Uh, the Calagua people lived in the Colca Valley in southeastern Peru, where they raised alpacas and llamas for wool. Um, I'll finish off with this just in the next part. He says, Early Spanish accounts also detail another e- ethnic group, the Cavanares, uh like Brett, oh, you boy. know, that's where Brett was from, um, and uh, who also populated the region. Spanish records say that, in contrast to the tall, narrow heads of the Calagua, the Kavanaugh's also modified their skulls, widening and flattening them. Mm-hmm. So there's evidence of this in the Spanish chroniclers that Suits right. just criticized before. They don't talk about the wide, flat ones because that doesn't fit the alien gray right. narrative. We all we the ancient astronaut theorists all assume that aliens have these elongated heads because of the Roswell crash aliens, mm-hmm. and now they're fitting their narrative to fit to fill yeah. that in. You yeah. know, so What's anyway, it, uh, something
1: by leaving out. What is it?
0: Uh, 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 um, uh by a or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, this was. Where's the fucking author of this? There's, there's a lot more to it. But uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say the author of the independent UK uh, article is Harry Cockburn, <laughs> spelled exactly <laughs> like it sounds. I <laughs> uh, might want to get some cream yeah. for that Harry. Okay. Um, <laughs> fine day Sunday <laughs> <laughs> your dick burns Harry um, but yeah so that Little was sideburn here yeah. <laughs> again independent and the title is ancient Peruvians gave themselves elongated skulls as a mark of status uh, from February of this year 2018 um, so again like you know showing that there was I can't say truly debunking what the ancient saying, but they're they're not being truthful to, about the Spanish chroniclers or don't do enough research uh, there's evidence of multiple cultures with multiple types of skull deformation that was uh, uh, on purpose, and and yet they keep obsessing that and saying on the show there was no cultural evidence that they elongated their skulls willingly, which yeah. is that's the total bullshit part. So right. again, Linda Bolton Howe has pretty much a zero for zero track record of anything even remotely being truish on this yeah. show. So, um, oh, I, I'm a little truish half. Half Truish, funny. She doesn't look Truish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is where I made the note. I hate the way Huey Newman in the news says Vera Um So then they ask, "Where did the Nazkins go?" I think they couldn't climb that big wall they built. Yeah. Um, but uh, Childish chimes in and says <laughs> he has he has two two possibilities here for what happened to the Nazkins. Yeah. Okay, hell, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one is very normal and one is insane. He says. Uh, there could have been some shift in the, the earth right then, and uh, a, a massive earthquake uh, caused uh, Lake Titicaca even to flood around that time. and uh, Or perhaps it was some kind of cosmic war <laughs> between yeah. the extraterrestrials. But uh, once the capital was destroyed, what? Like, they never talk about a capital city in Nazca. Yeah. Uh, Nazca became this backwater where uh, uh, nothing was really happening anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like... What like they never like and they sh- they show their their sh- CG yeah. destruction of an old Battleship. sort of city around the Nazca lines. It's like you've never once mentioned there was even any sort of city there. I was assuming these people were kind of nomadic because they right. they never mentioned their, where they dwell or anything at all. They don't show any evidence of homes in the mountains around there or any of that shit. Yeah. So, um, so you're then saying it could have been a natural disaster or an alien war and yeah. <laughs> destroy them or whatever. Perfectly over this right. region. Right, because it was all based on how there must have been warring factions competing for all them nitrates and stuff yeah. in the ground. It's like, okay. Cuz then they they keep mentioning that like there was a mine there and they were mining for shit. But again, where is the evidence of a capital city? Where is the evidence of any mining right. that went yeah. on? Like what are they fucking osmos? I mean, and they could have been super advanced. They're osmosing it through the the mountains, like just you know what I well, mean? Well, like, surprise, Barden, come and be like, see
1: these lines. I really see condos. I see like, you right. know, <laughs> like megaplexes, factories. I see, you know. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah. You know, stuff that doesn't make any sense. You know, like
0: Vaseline factories and, like, yeah. you know, condos where there's probably a lot of Vaseline in the drawers. Yeah. And fucking, like, you know, stores where there's Vaseline on yeah. sale, you know?
1: And, uh, you know, hair care products and, uh, you know, ways to uh, grow your hair and, uh, you know, Viagra.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, more Vaseline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great for your pores. So my head is fucking disgusting. Right. I always... Uh... Uh, coat my fucking cups in Vaseline because it helps my pores. You know, it, it helps it not to splash out too much. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> controls the narrative yeah. of the pore. It's good for my coat. Yeah. Controls the narrative. <laughs> now every pore is a story, <laughs> right? When you're pouring over. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the next segment is all about other lines and shit. Um, they go to uh, Pleasant Hill, Ohio, uh, in nineteen or eighteen fifty-eight. And it's the famous uh, Serpent Mound. It's an effigy mound. We've talked about this before. Uh, it's a grassy mound that's pretty cool. It looks like mm-hmm. a big snake. Um, it's a few hundred feet long. Um, Childress repeats that they're meant to be looked at for, uh, from this kind, yeah. uh, um, and you wouldn't you wouldn't even understand what it was unless you were high up. And that's not yeah. really true. Like right. people have symbolic thought; <laughs> they can they can know what they're doing and how even they're making things or whatever. Yeah. Then see it, you know. Um, what were we gonna say? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh, No. Nah. Um, They have some some Indian guy come on, and and he's talking about ley lines and magnetic uh, forces and stuff. and And it's not like – I believe he believes what he's saying, but it's all smoke and mirrors in terms of the editors, you know, the producers putting this in the episode. Mm -hmm. Because he, like – he says, you know, these are are effigy mounds, and uh, the dead are buried there, but also they buried them because the magnetic forces were there. And they show, like – Magnetic forces connecting, and they yeah. show the fucking world grid and ley lines and all this. Sh- it's like, what? Yeah. Like,
1: isn't this f and g crazy? Right. <laughs> I took this guy and I said hey, you can go f and g self yeah. off.
0: I'll fuck a bitch, but okay. I'll never f a g. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> all my
0: homies. Hey, big ups. Yeah, to all the <laughs> to g's the out there. Star people in the sky. <laughs> um, Coppins calls in. and he says. <laughs> he comes on out of his mouth and goes... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this tape's busted. Yeah. Just repeating. <laughs> like we're watching it on VHS. Oh, wait. This is how they
1: speak in heaven.
0: Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Little coppins <and laughs> the kid, huh? Um, uh, <laughs> Frank on <ate> it. <laughs> What did I say? Uh do you crib much or something like that? <laughs> uh, or do you crib often? Yeah. <laughs> uh he says uh it's almost as if someone is trying to point to someone flying above that she or he or it and he like makes a point to go or it like okay is that proving a point is approaching a side of importance i'm like okay i guess like you're just now you're just putting intentions in their mouth and like in or in their head like intentions (laughs) i want to stick my fucking intentions in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) um it's like yeah they were they were making these things for who they believed were people in the sky. Right. But, but this is like, why didn't they say with the effigy mound that, Oh, they were helped by them or, you know what Dang. I mean? Like, I don't know. It's weird. Um, they cool. say that, uh, the serpent mound, they say it, it's built on the edge of a 300 million, million year old mercury crater. Um, that was, it's the big source of iridium. It can't be that big of a source or else right. we would have already been mining for it. And, uh, modern day but uh i don't really think that the people there knew it was a source of no. fucking was iridium a coincidence right um, um yeah probably yeah <laughs> um or because it's just a big there's a big the edge of a crater that's like a yeah. big thing to like you yeah, know it's a ridge point right <laughs> you know classic ridge point. <laughs> yeah hi i'm a ridge point. um yeah you know hacksaw uh racer mm-hmm. all those ridge points <laughs> yeah beautiful beautiful points uh Michael Denon is on point to discuss that iridium only comes from meteors or volcanoes. So it's a pretty rare thing. Um, Jason Martell, a fucking scientist, right? Like he comes on right after Denon. And he says, uh, he assumes that, uh, or he assures us that aliens would have known it's an iridium source. So it's like, okay, if aliens can scan for iridium by being out a billion miles away, they can't scan for enough biological life or fucking right. map the geography or topography of the planet, you know? Um, and uh, Coppins, of course, agrees. Think they were mining for iridium too. And I'm like, why wasn't Robert Shock, like geologists or some yeah. other geologists, just on the show? Yeah. To look at the evidence that it was mined. You know, like, right. Where did they pull the iridium out of? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Yeah. It would. It should be so easy to see that. You know, a big fucking cave or hole where yeah. the iridium man-made dugout. Right. Um. But uh, where all the all the shitty players have to sit. Right. I guess it's just the players not playing. Just right hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not <necessarily> <laughs> <shitty>. <laughs> Hit the dugout. The classic saying uh, we then fly over to uh, in our airship um, to Wiltshire, England. And we talk about crop circles, which that whole phenomenon started in 1978. Yep. We've had, I think, a whole huge chunk of an episode. We might have been back in season one or something, but huge part of an episode about crop circles. Um, Martel ponders uh, uh, maybe the extraterrestrials involved in Nazca are trying to communicate with us today through crop circles. And I'm like, I guess that then. The Nazca aliens were like retarded child aliens, and yeah. the English, the England aliens, and the, with the crop circles are fucking genius aliens because one set of stuff looks like shit, and the yeah. other one are these insanely complex shapes. Also, the evolution required of like making better geometry—that's the kind of shit we learned in like the Renaissance. Like, right. not super advanced to super duper advanced. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're super gnarly. That crop circles are they still know how fascinating. To use but... The corn, right? <laughs> And you see the corn. We are truly our sky yes. people, uh, <laughs> but uh, Nick Redfern, the bald Brit, comes on and he says he kind of calls this out too. Like, why are they so much nicer looking? He says the actual designs are similar, but it's just been upgraded for a new era. And <laughs> I'm like. You mean what? us? Yeah.
1: People who've been making right. these things have figured out how oh, we'll to yeah,
0: Oh, they're going to have higher standards for art, so we'll yeah. make it nice and pretty for them. It's you know, <laughs>
1: like, what? They're in the new wave renaissance <laughs> of the 80s, <laughs> right? and now the technological revolution. You know, Queen and
0: David Bowie are around, so people have higher standards yeah. for art at that time. Um, and Barra asked the same question, in Von De- uh, and Von Däniken says... Uh, uh, we are too stupid to understand the communicating with us and we're all too arrogant. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh we don't try to communicate back and they put these circles on the ground. We don't try to communicate. It's like how that's like that's like you've never known Chinese and someone just writes Chinese, you know, kanji on the ground and yeah. why aren't we communicating back? It's like I don't fucking I don't know how the fuck said? do you know yeah. what the language is? <laughs> like playing a weird fucked up Pictionary, my friend. Right. <laughs> um uh, we go to the last segment here Which is, are there modern geoglyphs similar to this? Um, We move to uh, back a little bit to 2011 to what they just say the Middle East. Like they don't, they're always so specific about uh, their their areas here. But uh, uh, we look at these big stone wheels that were carved into the earth, supposedly 2,000 years ago. uh, First discovered in 1927, and are dated. Oh yeah, sorry, 2,000 years ago. 18, 20 feet in width. They just look like a normal wagon wheel with spokes or something like that. And, um, the ancient astronaut theorists think that they fit a global pattern. Uh, Linda Howe says, uh, she tries to like basically do this shit where like she's trying to prove the classic, um, one race of alien teachers around yeah. the world, which is why pyramids all look similar and all that kind of shit. Uh, that's another big tentpole of, um, ancient astronaut theory. So we should, I should write that down or put it together. Like, like what are the main yeah. pillars? Cause then I can always easily just tie it back to it. But, um, Jason Martell asks, uh, was there a connected geodetic presence, which is, that's a word, isn't it? Geodetic, uh, of science that the extraterrestrials used to navigate around our planet. So again, it's like, why the fuck do they need signposts on route 66 to get right. around, you know? Um, and, uh, is, is there a deeper message to them? They don't fucking answer that at all. <laughs> they like literally throw this out there as this big modern example, even though it's from the same fucking time period as, as all the rest of the shit. But, uh. They don't tell us, like, what they think it means. They don't, mm-hmm. like it's – it's crazy because it goes on for, like, many, 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 many miles. Yeah. Um, and you wonder what the fuck was this written for. And there's kind of little dots in between some of the spokes. And so I wonder if those were supposed to be, like, star charts or mm-hmm. something like that back in the day. Uh, but, again, they don't go into it. And uh, they point out that in 1972, Carn- Car- Carnal Sagan. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel, Sagan. That was Carl Sagan on Saturdays, huh? Yeah. When he was cooking yeah. chicken. <laughs> But like carnal, yeah, not carnal. <laughs> <laughs> carnal sake. We are all just small, crispy brown dots, yes, waiting to be munched.
1: <laughs> little bits left over in the fryer, while the mother chicken has moved on to a greater land. Will we be overcooked, or will we be scooped in and plopped on top as a nice little side treat
0: for the leaving ons? And that doesn't even go into potato wedges (laughs) and the infinite intricacies within their trapezoidal shapes. From when it's a wedge or
1: criss-cut-fry.
0: Gosh, I sure am hungry. Chicken littles. (laughs) 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 I don't know if he was around for Chick-fil-A. I mean, Chick-fil-A's old though, No, I said chicken littles. Oh, that's from KFC. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, bro. What are the the chicken little equivalent things, the breakfast things at um, Chick-fil-A? I have no idea. Okay. Even though we get them all the time. I just says it
1: platter of nuggets.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> says <Sandwich>. platter of <laughs> nuggets, <laughs> so I'll get it. Platter of yes, nuggets, it says. <laughs> get it to Wilby. The, the Chick-fil-A dwarves <laughs> that are just treated like slaves. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah. do be nuggets at me. Yeah, Denon goes into how... Um, oh, sorry. Carl Sagan ponders that uh, to kind of prove crop circles that uh, if aliens and humans were contacted, that powerful, advanced enough aliens, they would communicate with math because that's the Mm -hmm. the true universal language is mathematics. So, fine. Denon goes into how geometry would be the same across the universe, proving Carl Sagan's point, fine. Um, But they're trying to say that we should have communicated with the crop circles better or whatever. So, uh, Coppens calls out that uh, the Nazca knew that their work would last thousands of years and that it would become the billboard of the ancient alien theory. And it's like, I don't think they knew that. What? (laughs) Like, because he's saying, like, they wanted to teach people that we've talked to them back in the day, back when we were F and G's and fucking bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Slamming (laughs) hoes and different spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got (laughs) hoes in different Nazca line zones. (laughs) Hoes. That's the heart. Yeah. Hey. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Childress uh, chimes in for a final time. Bing bong, bing bong to round us out. Uh, and he says, uh, <laughs> again, he's very casual dad Childress. He goes, uh, so there seems to be a much deeper meaning in all the figures and all the lines and, and, and where they're going and why they intersect. But... Uh, we can't figure it out. No. <laughs> a, nope, and he just no kind of smiles, and it yeah. holds on him, and then it does its little rap of, one of the lines <laughs> could <laughs> fucking <laughs> draw yeah. tiger tits, and whatever. What if the lines drew themselves? Right. But what if the lines were part of something yeah. pa, far, par more finister? Yeah. <laughs> a par for yeah. sinister hole. more finister. Right. <laughs> Sauron's
1: minister. <Yeah. laughs> Is forever seen brown eye right. <laughs>
0: Only be blocked by Lottes and oh, spicy right. bits. Only the Cloak of Invisibility can hide from his 2D gaze. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, that's it for the, uh, what was it? The Mystery of Nazca? <laughs> yeah, Mystery of Nazca. Um, we have a couple reaching for the stars. Um, it's, uh, one's a recommendation, which we'll read cause we want to. And then the other's an actual five star rating from iTunes. So, uh, for those that don't know, reaching for the stars of the segment on the show, where we ask you the listener of probing ancient aliens to give us a five star rating on your uh, podcast service of choice that allows five star ratings or on Facebook, where you can rate our, um, social media page on Facebook, uh, our Facebook page. <laughs> um, I love my social media page on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh give us a five star review because it really helps us algorithmically, helps us rank, helps other people find the show. Yeah. Um and in the comments of that five star review, give us a little uh uh write out a little review and we'll read whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. And give you a shout out. So yeah. uh <laughs> this newest five star review is from a person named Firehoth because maybe it's like, oh, you know the Hoth scene is all snow, but it's Firehawth. Yeah. Um and he maybe says it's Fire uh,
1: Goth. Right. Uh, He or she. We don't know gender here. Firehoff, yeah. Um, Transgendered person.
0: Right. They, preferred pronouns, say, um, great show to laugh with, five stars. And he says, he or she says, or it, (laughs) says, uh, this podcast is a perfect example of combining irreverent humor, critical thought, and insightful conversation. If you like ancient aliens and love to laugh, this is the show for you. That's like... A very, very nice, well. very yeah. sincere, like, I don't really feel, like, worthy of that too, but yeah. it, that is kind of how I think of the show, but <laughs> I'm just used to most, you know, yeah. things in my, <laughs> most of my ideas being shit on by other yeah. people or this whatever. this secretly so. Joey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what fire means. <laughs> <off. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what it means to me. <laughs> <laughs> it means to me. <laughs> uh, and then, <coughs> if I go to our uh, Facebook pages manager, yeah. um, find a bit of bread, a man named... Chabeka uh, recommends probing ancient aliens on Facebook. And he says, um, I love the children's chime. Bing, bong, bing, bong. <laughs> uh, and how he mocks his voice as well. Um, all the voices. I wonder if he actually likes the sound effect you're playing. <laughs> the I don't know. Chime. Uh, all the voices they do are so funny. I've been making fun of these guys forever, <laughs> which, and when I first heard, it, I was like, we've only been on for a year. I was like, Oh, <laughs> <They've> been, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's nice to see that others have been doing the same thing as well. Ha ha. Uh, Thank you, Shad Bekar on Facebook. Um, And speaking of Facebook, follow us on Facebook at Probing Ancient Aliens. Follow us on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. If you like our previously mentioned other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, if you like craft beer, if you like me and Steve, um, we have some friends on that show sometimes, a little more freeform. We review craft breweries and craft beer in general. And uh, we get some pretty rare stuff for out here in SoCal because with Steve and our friend Thrilling over there. They're on the trading forums and stuff yeah. like that. Swooping um, all
1: the good stuff.
0: Yeah. Like our most recent episode, as we said before, was Trillium from Boston. Bar- uh, another- dessert stouts. Yeah. I brought a bunch of Italian beers where uh, uh, after my honeymoon we went to Italy. Uh, and then yeah. um, before that we uh, we had some Jackie O's.
1: Yeah. I um, um, also captured a raccoon
0: and we sacrificed it live on the show. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then drank in its blood. Yeah. The squeals yeah. taught me the meaning of meat. Um all right. But uh yeah, listen to that show, Beer There Drunk That. The uh the logo is our faces uh puking in an X pattern across each other. Uh with some orange suds in the background. And um yeah, follow that on the same or subscribe to that, listen to that to the same oh god damn it. On the same podcast services of Propagation Aliens. Uh, uh follow, follow that, that channel on social, social media. media. Instagram, Beer the drunk that, that, that PC, and that beer, beer the drunk that, that on Facebook. Facebook. And until next time, when we're going into or probing into strange abductions, that's gonna be butthole heavy that episode. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go carve some lines up there in Big Bear, bro, and fucking you'll. We'll send you a message that I'm the sickest fucking border on the map. right? Get that sweet pow-pow. Oh, it's going to be
1: so sheesh. fucking buttery. No. Slicing up that corduroy, brah.
0: I am supreme.